You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that threw pizza at Alex Ferguson. If you know it, you know it lah. Today we have Nicholas Hair Dryer Treatment John. Hello, hello. It's quite ironic because I have no hair. And I am Faisal American, who ate all the pies. I did. Karami Kamil is absent today. He is still seeking treatment after a flying boot hit his face. Now we start with the Champions League. First up, let's talk about Liverpool. Three two winners away against ten man Atletico Madrid. Not the best of performances from Liverpool, but as uh, Jurgen Klopp said, a win is still a win, right? Uh, correct. And, and this match was just fantastic. You know, it, it had everything you'd want in a European tie. Plenty of goals, at good goals at that. Uh, there was Atletico's comeback from two goals down. There was a sending off and then uh, Mo Salah getting the winner from the penalty spot late in the game. In terms of entertainment value, I think this match did not disappoint. Like you mentioned, it was probably not the best performance from uh, Liverpool's point of view, especially when they allowed Atletico to draw level. But like Klopp said, a win is a win. And, and Mo Salah, I mean, this guy, he is just going from strength to strength. And he's not just banging in goals. He's scoring some, some really quality ones as well, including the first one against Atletico, where he basically cut inside three players before putting the shot past uh, the Atletico keeper. So we've said it before and we'll say it again, Liverpool need to hold on to him. Otherwise, there'll be this long queue of clubs waiting uh, to, to, to sign him up. And if he doesn't win the Ballon d'Or this year, I am going to walk naked from KL to Anfield to protest. Uh-oh. Nah, but to be fair, currently based based on, on, on current form, I don't see anyone else performing as well as he is. For now, for now. Mm, so yeah, keep now. your clothes on for now. <laughs> so uh, Liverpool topped the Champions League group uh, five points ahead of Atletico with three wins out of three matches, uh, barring a complete disaster. Surely Liverpool will emerge as the uh, group champions. Well, yes, correct. I, I think their the passage out of the group is quite secure. It's just a matter of whether they go through as, as group winners or runners-up. And from how it's looking, uh, it, it's looking like it's it's going to be Liverpool and Atletico like, coming, going out of the group. Man United also had a 3-2 win at home against Atalanta. Cristiano Ronaldo saved the day for United with a late goal. Um, United currently at the top of their group. Do you see them getting into the knockout phase? I think they have the potential to make it out of the group. But uh, look, after this match, I'm still not convinced by this United side. Credit to the team for their composure and, and, and fighting spirit and all that coming back from two goals down. Yes. But this was still not a convincing performance from, from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's side. Bear in mind that Atalanta didn't even play all that well. You know, they, they mainly just tried their luck and, and capitalized on the chances that, that came their way. I think if it was a stronger, more organized opponent, United probably wouldn't have been able to, to stage their, their late comeback. This Atalanta match, in a way, encapsulates what United season has been this season, which is inconsistent. You know, they looked lost in the first half. They were quite hopeless. And then 
they came back much stronger in the second period. And, and that's how it's been for them this season. You know, they get good results one day and then the next day they end up losing to, to teams like Aston Villa and, and Young Boys that they are supposed to be beating. So if I could give like a word of caution to United fans, don't be fooled by this result. Yes, it was a good win and you know a feel-good result and all that. But I still don't think they've shown any indication that they've fixed the, the fundamental problems that have been plaguing them this season. Elsewhere, Chelsea thrashed the Malmo 4-0, but they lost uh, Romelu Lukaku and uh, Timo Werner through injury. Uh, more about them later. Also, Man City had a 5-1 win over Bruja. Real Madrid thrashed Shakhtar Donetsk 5-0. Barcelona beat Dinamo Kiev 1-0 for the first Champions League win of the season. Now, moving away from the Champions League, Newcastle finally parted ways with Steve Bruce. Uh, whether he was sacked or left by, quote-unquote, mutual consent, uh, we'll leave that to your interpretation. Uh, as usual, the press is having a field day with guessing on his replacement. Former Roma boss Paolo Fonseca is currently the favourite, and he seems to be a good fit, right? Uh, this is the same Fonseca who was being considered for the Tottenham job uh, before they, they eventually settled on... Uh, Nuno. So I'm guessing if they're going to him, then you know he has the qualities uh, that that's required of a manager in the Premier League. I personally think that Newcastle's owners have big plans for the club. They want to build something, build an organization that can go up against the likes of of Man City and PSG. But the problem is, I think that there are no suitable managers available. Uh, or at the very least, those who are available are not convinced that Newcastle is the right club for them because let's admit it, like, they don't have that, that international marketability and branding that City or PSG have. Not, not yet, at least. This is a crucial period for the owners because they have the money. We all know that. Now they need to convince top managers and top players that this Newcastle project is, is something worth believing in. Well, when you talk about city and marketability, technically, when uh, they were taken over, they weren't as marketable, right? They were a likable mid-table team. I see something similar with Newcastle right now. Like we previously said, it's going to take a lot of work, but the marketability will come if the Saudi owners make the right choices. Correct. It, 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 it is a long-term project, but you see, that that's the problem because they have to start from the bottom now. So they're going to have trouble attracting the, the Neymars and the Erling Orleans and the Zinedine Zidans and all that. So whoever they pick now has to be some someone who's like, I mean, no disrespect, but someone who's like a, a notch or two below that. So build from the bottom. Yeah. So they have the potential to get there and they definitely have the finances. But like you, like we've said before, the decisions that they make now, the, the selections that they make now will determine uh, whether they end up like Man City or PSG or not. The other favourites for the Newcastle job include uh, Frank Lampard and Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe, formerly of uh, Bournemouth. So this week, we have the Premier League. The big one, of course, is Manchester United at home against Liverpool. Nick, as a United fan, how worried are you right now? Ah, good. Quite worried. Um, look, we have been hantaming United for weeks now, like, you know, saying that they are not consistent, they're not good enough and all that. I think their success or failure this weekend will depend on which United turns up. The, the clueless, directionless United or the fast-flowing attack United. Uh, but also bear in mind that Liverpool will be a huge threat, uh, especially with Mo Salah being in, in top form at the moment. And, and the Reds will not be as forgiving as, as Atalanta in punishing any United mistakes. I think the only thing going in United's favour is the fact that this is 
a match against Liverpool. You know, they they never want to lose this match. Pride is at stake. And United always seems to find an extra gear when they go up against their old rivals. Uh, and, and also this will be Cristiano Ronaldo's first match against Liverpool since returning to England. So he will have a thing or two to prove. Um, with the quality of players on, on both sides, I think there will be goals, but I also feel that the, the magnitude of the occasion means that this one will be a, a tough one to call in terms of who's going to win. For me, as a Liverpool fan, the only thing that concerns me is uh, Liverpool's defence uh, because of Van Dijk. He's still not at his best after coming back from his uh, knee injury. Uh, yeah, so so the, I, I think there will be opportunities on both sides. Both teams have their weaknesses, but they also have their strengths. So, uh, but if if I push you push me for 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 a prediction, I would say Liverpool slightly at an advantage simply based on the fact that their uh, attack is a little bit more potent at the moment, uh, and and United uh, they are still a bit 50-50 every now and then depending on the on the match, and their central midfield is is quite you know doubly harapla. So slight advantage to Liverpool in that sense. Whatever it is, let's hope there's no repeat of what happened at the same fixture last season. A group of United fans broke into the stadium to protest against the Glazer family and uh, the match had to be postponed. Chelsea take on Norwich. Uh, As we said earlier, they'll be without Lukaku and Werner for a spell, but it's just Norwich, right? Norwich is still winless with two draws and eight defeats, so three points are a given for Chelsea. Yeah, for for, for this match, I I don't think they, even without Lukaku and Werner, I don't think they'll have much issues getting past uh, Norwich, but uh, they do have a pretty packed fixture list coming up over the next two weeks. So over that spell of that fortnight, fatigue and all that may come into play, especially since you know they now have to rely on their, their backup strikers and all that to, to step up. Like you said, against Norwich, I don't see any issues, but beyond that, the matches beyond that could be an issue. Also, Man City uh, take on Brighton. Managerless Newcastle are at home against Crystal Palace. Uh, be sure to check out all these matches and more on Astro. With that, we've come to the end of another Podball Sportscast. Uh, thanks for listening. I am Faisal American. And I'm Nicholas John. We're going to resume eating our pies. Goodbye. 